We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? Aye? You'll find out in DG247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a rope? And what's the best game where you battle the Pope? Like I said, you will find out in this your podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within a very specific category. Uh, for example, this week we're looking for the best game that has horse armor, but you can't pick Oblivion. Uh, I had to make sure nobody was allowed to pick Oblivion, because otherwise the first person to pick Oblivion would have won, and that would put Tom at even more of a disadvantage than normal. Horse armor was invented by the Parthians in ancient times, who needed a strong and highly mobile army in order to protect their interests along the trade routes between the Roman Empire and the Chinese Han Empire, who were basically the two superpowers of their day, uh, and keeping them apart, keeping them separate, in order to act as a sort of unofficial middleman between them was the entire base of the Parthian economy, which is all about taxing trade routes. So it was a position that they jealously guarded, uh, and having a cavalry who were hard to kill was, as you can imagine, a huge part of that. In recent times, horse armor has become an easy way for games companies to fleece idiots out of their hard-earned cash for cosmetic items, uh, often in entirely single-player experiences where other people don't even get to see what you're wearing. Uh, essentially, it's a tax on being gullible, which the Parthian state would surely have approved of, meaning that the whole enterprise has come full circle. Uh, speaking of things that are boring and ancient, I'm joined today by Tom Ari. Right, was that? I, I didn't listen to it. So was that a dig or not? It was, uh, yeah, kind of. It was. Uh, it was a long and rambling one. I thought I was being funny by making it long and rambling, but I actually just done myself in. No, so everybody uh, just knows all about, of that info. It took about anyway, five so. takes, didn't you? No one know, but I mean, <laughs> it took people that. It took about an hour to get that done. <laughs> It's like when a TV episode has the, the title card come up after the first ad break. It's like, how, what are they doing? <laughs> okay, look, I'm sorry. I'm also joined by uh, Kelsey Rayner and James Billcliffe um, because uh, we need someone to not pick football manager, essentially. <laughs> you don't know that, Jim. <laughs> what have you picked football manager as well maybe um there's got to be an episode one day where everyone just picks football manager um, that'll be that'll ruin it wouldn't it yeah yeah that'll be the last <laughs> that one. would be the day that tom's joke dies yeah i mean that'll be the day that tom picks something else surely um <laughs> can i go first you want to go first yeah why I don't know i've got i just feel like i've got to get my own out first because it's such a unique choice I have, to, I have to go along with this because he'll have worked out a bit that absolutely hinges on him going first. So if I don't let him, it's going to be, it's going to ruin something, isn't it? No, I just want to go first. All right, That's okay. it, really. All right, well, you can It's quite a long... Me. It's a bit of a shame because you've just had a big, long load of, like, spiel about that. And this is also a bit of a long story. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Is it about the Parthian Empire? It's not. <laughs> Imagine if it was. That'd have been a surprise. Am I allowed to go first, Jim, or not? Does, does football manager cover, like, any leagues from before um, the fall of Constantinople? No. Um, all right, yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, all right, I'll let you go first, Tom, since it you is, asked so this nicely. Is a, this is very long-winded, just okay. to warn everyone. Right. That's fine. The whole thing's been long-winded so far. <clears throat> right, so. so 
you've got you got to cast your eye back or your I don't know your look at history back to 1976. <laughs> April 20, 1976, right? Was the day a I don't know how to describe something this great a a colossus of its world was born. Um, it's named Winston. Um, April 29, Winston was born. Winston is a was to become a world champion show jumping horse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he was born um, on a farm where horses often are in Belgium. Um, and he became so great and so large um, but he was uh, affectionately called, and he had the nickname Big Ben, right? Okay. Big Ben, the world champion show jumping horse, sadly died in December 1999, so no longer with us, but is well regarded as one of the greatest show jumping horses um, of all time. Um, he even survived a, uh, a, an accident in 1992 when his horse trailer overturned. Um, he was such a strong horse he managed to live beyond that um so he retired in 1994 after 11 years of competition and is looked fondly on by the show jumping community as one of the greatest big ben right so we've got the story of big ben established yep. as you may yep. understand is a horse <laughs> yeah. yes right yeah now april 1998 a man was born this man uh, was from the uh, Armour family. <laughs> <laughs> right. Stay with it. Okay. Okay. Right. So this man, uh, he went on, as you may have already worked out, to become a footballer. Yeah. He's not the most uh, high-profile footballer of all time. He currently plays for Forth Athletic in Scotland, in Scottish League 2. Yeah. Um, but the point being, he is a footballer and his surname is Armour. Yeah. And this is where <laughs> the story takes on a new sort of higher level. Right? Yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry, just, I just caught a glimpse of James and lost it. Sorry, carry on. Carry on. So this, this man's uh, parents, do you have a guess at what maybe they were very into? Scale gambling entry. horse uh <laughs> show jumping right right mm. so uh this man who's a professional footballer um they were like what do we call our son who may go on to become a professional footballer yeah but we we love uh show jumping like uh what is one of our favorite show jumping horses i know good old big ben <laughs> Right? Right. So, yeah. this professional footballer, Ben Armour, mm-hmm. appears in Football Manager. Mm-hmm. And essentially, what we're saying there, Ben the Horse Armour. Was he actually named after the horse? 100% accurate. D- and uh, does he get called Big Ben? And is that become no, his nickname? I don't, I don't know about or... if he's called Big Ben. 
Is he a, is he a large man or a very small one? Because either would result in him being called Big Ben. Look, I don't know if I copied. I don't know if I copied down his stats into my document. All right, <laughs> it doesn't have height of League Two Scottish footballers on Wikipedia. So this is the link. So he was named after a horse, and his surname is Armour. Yeah. Where's the source that he was named after this horse, though? Just. You just got to go with it. I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure I trust this. It's whispers, Source, trust me, bro. Whispers <laughs> like the community. It's the thing they talk about. The people of Forfar. Mm. Um, I've been to Forfar. You know that the the badge of Kiev of our owner is like literally a jouster with a horse in armor, don't you? Who cares? This is a much better story <laughs> about two different worlds coming together. Yeah, one of horses and one of footballers. Yeah. And therefore, the actual answer is it can only happen with like magic. Like magic happened to make this an actual choice mm. that would qualify to win this podcast. Yeah, R- rather like the links between the Roman Empire and the Chinese Han Dynasty. Mm. Just, yeah, uh, stretching across time. <laughs> um, so yeah, <laughs> I'm so done. I'm, so I'm usually done. down with these. I'm usually down with this. <laughs> Look, I didn't pick bloody horse armor as a topic, did I? Um, no, but it was the most topical. Was it? I think it was James Billcliffe that picked this topic, wasn't it? No, don't so pin you... this on me. This was this. I I said that this there was a correct answer to this one, and we shouldn't do it. And then you you you, you oh, I just went with it. I just went. I just went off half cocked based on uh, one Slack message, which is about right. Um, I, had a, I, I, uh, I gave a sneak preview of this topic to people in the Jim Trinker Discord, which is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, one user uh, suggested an argument that you could go with, Tom. And he said, uh, horse armor is technically called barding. And there's a Kenyan high school football team called barding. Uh, if you could find an alumni that somehow made it to Wigan Athletic, for example. I thought about that. I crossed it off. I thought this was a better story. <laughs> I don't know if that um, would have actually panned out, but uh, it's amazing how there's, there's, there's so many ways you can link these topics together back, back to football I feel like manager. it's gotten to a point where football managers should be paying you for this. They don't even know this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we've tried. We've tried the tweets. I tweeted at them a few times. They were like, no, not engaging. <laughs> They're like, nah, we took one look at it. Like, I'm not, we're not having this. Um, I also find it quite funny that you haven't actually yet confirmed whether or not Football Manager is your submission. I said it was in Football Manager, yeah. He yeah, is okay. The, ben Armour is in the Football Manager. Yeah, but you ben, know, you know what ben you like, Tom? Horse Armour is yeah. in Football Manager. <laughs> Big Ben Horse Armour. Um, yeah, but you know what you like, Tom, because you'll go off on one about like Kane and Lynch too, only to switch a route back to football manager. I thought at the we end, wouldn't so. have time for that this time. <laughs> so I just want to just want to double check. It is football manager twenty twenty three. Is he in twenty twenty three? He's been in a lot of them. Like he's been playing for a few years. So pick a few. <laughs> right, a non-specific football manager game. All right, thank you very much for that, Tom. Okay, all right, uh, Kelsey, what would you like to bring to the table? So you said I, to here. This is gonna, yeah. You've got to yeah, aim sure. high, Kelsey, aim high. <laughs> so you said that I couldn't go for Oblivion, which kind of also ruled out Skyrim. So I went for the next best thing. Did it rule out Skyrim? It did not rule Skyrim. It's a horses in Skyrim. Horse armour. Wow, I don't think so. There's definitely horses. I'm not sure if there's armour. I've played a lot of Skyrim, but I have never bothered with a horse. So this is this is 
good information. But anyway, I ruled out okay. Skyrim because of that, as is. And I went yeah. for the next best thing. I went for Return to Monkey Island. There was a pre-order item for Return to Monkey Island, which happened to be horse armor. And if you're familiar with this game whatsoever, you'll know that there isn't a horse in it. <laughs> so already our horse armor is rendered useless. Yeah. Well, there's a few things you can do with it. And I think you can take it to a couple of characters and be like, hey, do you want to use my horse armor? And they're not interested. Yeah. Nobody gives a crap about it. But there is one guy that you can try and give it to, and he's like, oh, I've already had my full of horse armor. It's a great marketing gimmick, you know? And that is exactly why the horse armor is in the game. Simply yeah. to take the piss out of Oblivion. And it was a great game, but it has this little bit of pointless horse armor in it that feels close enough to Oblivion that I was like, right, I want I want to pick this. Which Monkey Island? Is this the new one? Is this the new yeah. Monkey Island? The new one, yeah, yeah. This is the only Monkey Island since Oblivion, I mean, yeah. isn't there? I can't yeah. remember when they did, they do those, did Telltale make one? When did that happen? That was when they did like six games every three weeks. <laughs> it's like nobody can remember the Telltale Monkey Island. It doesn't count. It was probably yeah. brilliant and had lots of great characters, but yeah, they just there was the Wolf Among Us. There was the Walking Dead, like seven series of that. There was the Borderlands yeah. one. Like, yeah. oh, and God. we can only dream that they get back to that with these just random Amazon no, you, you, series. You're listing the good now. ones. There was mm. like Back to the Future <laughs> and Jurassic Park and like all the crap ones Summer as well. Mac, they didn't yeah. do Summer Max, didn't they? Summer Mac, yeah, that was t- they did like four seasons of that or something, which was yeah. also crap. So Kelsey's choice then, <laughs> it's a good choice. It's a bit of a, as a, as a, like a joke, it's a bit dated, isn't it? If you're going to make a game now, you yeah. really should be, are you referencing Oblivion still? I don't I mean, think it. I don't think it is a dated joke. Oblivion's timeless. But it's an old meme, isn't well, it? It's mm-hmm. a very old meme. Yeah, but it's come back full circle. We, we're yeah. literally only doing this because Diablo Four has horse armor. Horse <laughs> armor that is purely cosmetic. That's just because they want horse armor. It's not because they. It's because everyone loves horse Oblivion. armor. Yeah, you've got a horse, and people want to dress up a horse. Everyone loves horse armor, um, and, and this is confirmed by the fact that the horse armor DLC, despite how maligned it was at the time, is actually Oblivion's best-selling piece of DLC. Would you believe more than Shivering Isles, the greatest DLC of all time? Yeah, sold better than Shivering Isles. Sold sold better than Knights of the Nine. Sold better than that like house you get that's at the bottom of a swamp. That has chilled me. To all the that, core. yeah. So As like, Stanman in Return to Monkey Island says, everybody's a sucker for horse armor. <laughs> it's, it's true. true. It's, it's so true. true. It's a completely true historical fact that everyone's a sucker Even for horse armor. Even if it's armor. just going to sit in your inventory and do nothing for the entire game, yeah. everybody loves a bit of horse armor. I guess the theme of this episode is that people create their own hell, right? Is Tom, that the theme of this? <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> it feels it's the like theme of your role in this podcast. I, since, I had no clue that was the theme of this podcast. Uh, yeah, Return of Monkey Island is a good It's also a really good game as well. So it's, yeah. uh, it, Is it? I've not played it. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's, it's funny. Like, it's like... You know how Monkey Island, like the the first two were really good and then it kind of goes off piste a bit. And then you get to the Telltale (laughs) ones that are like, the Telltale ones are a bit like unmemorable and a bit crap. But it just, it just, it's a direct sequel to the first two games and it doesn't ignore the other ones, but it kind of brings it back to what the third game should have been. And yeah, it's pretty good. So it's one of those games that is actually funny rather than it's a funny game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Exactly. The voice acting's great. It's not Borderlands. You know, it's yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's got good jokes in it. Don't people um, like the Borderlands one, the first one? I know we rip into Borderlands quite a lot, but I thought Towson Borderlands was like well-loved. That was one of the better 
Borderlands games, funnily enough. But yeah, the Telltale one was really good. Like I liked it, and I I, I had no investment in in Borderlands whatsoever. But didn't Gearbox try to do a sequel to the Telltale yeah, game? Yeah, mm. and the sequel yeah. just didn't really do much. Yeah, it just died on its ass because. I guess people don't trust Randy Pitchford to write jokes. <laughs> uh, we've done 17 minutes of this now, Tom. <laughs> so it's flown far. by. <laughs> Speaking of flown by, that doesn't even work as a joke, no, as a segue. Uh, James, um, what have you got for us? So in protest for the format, I have chosen <laughs> The Old Scrolls for Oblivion. You can't do Oof. that. Yeah, no, I, 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 just, I, just want, I, I just wanted to see if you'd let me roll with it, if, you, if you'd, if you'd throw, throw caution to the wind and come Absolutely with me on a not. magical it's, journey. It's a rules-based podcast, James. Oh. If we don't have rules, we've got nothing. Do you not want to talk <laughs> about Pat? Sir Pat, do you not want to talk about that? No, absolutely no. not. Okay, about, okay. About, I'll go with my real choice. i Sir Pat over, the, so, over my 38 years. Yeah, the, because you're not going to let me choose the game with the greatest DLC of all time. I'll choose yeah. the game with the second greatest DLC of all time, yeah. which is, of course, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, go with that. And it's kind of neck and neck, actually, because the Hearts of Stone DLC, extremely good, kind of underrated in comparison to the Blood and Wine DLC, which is extremely good. But I like the tighter story of Hearts of Stone. But I digress. The, 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 what, what we're talking about today is the, is the horse armor. And yeah. uh, The Witcher 3 might seem like a little bit of an obvious choice, but it not only has horse armor in general, but the best horse armor going, doesn't it? All of the armor in Witcher 3 is incredible. The, uh, just the way that it, it's kind of designed and how it looks in the variety of the different uh, world-building world aspects that you can pack into these different models and how it's so layered and interesting and you can mm. tell that all of the different fabrics are actually have kind of weight and texture and feel to them and the the armor in the witch 3 is just beautiful and that goes over into the actual mechanically interesting horse armor which everybody loves a bit of roach she goes on top of the building she runs off the road <laughs> but you love her anyway and i like how the horse armor directly kind of raises or lowers depending on how you want to look at it her fear level with her. she's scared of the monsters we must protect the roach she's great and the mm. horse armor is great because it protects her it keeps her feeling safe and it keeps her well and that's why i really like it just one of the reasons why i really like it the second reason i really like it is because a particular aspect of the horse armor is that you can just have severed heads severed heads severed heads of the monsters that you've destroyed on your uh, journey, you can just strap into the horse, and that's yeah. that's horse armor. How cool is that? Heavy metal. Is AF, that man. horse armor, or are you just hanging trophies off your horse armor? It comes in the same category of it. It's sort of like trying to say that the fridge magnet's part of the fridge, isn't it? I think <laughs> the memories that the the memories that the fridge magnet uh, represent, they do become part of the appliance, and the part of the part of the appliance that forms that part of your life, right? Yeah. All right. Well, okay. I'm touched. So I was thinking a, of fridges then. The, um, and the, with the with the trophies, there's I was looking at them earlier to refresh my memory, and you can have the you can have the Doppler head, which I thought so that in the, in the Witch Law, the Doppler is a creature that can shapeshift and mimic yeah, yeah. other people, right? And yes. it's kind of established that that's like a a sentient person that that even though it mimics stuff, it has its own thoughts and its feelings and stuff like that, and you can just chop its head off. Strap it to your horse. 
that's like that's beyond the pale in it Geralt that's really going places you've just got why a guy's got head with this? why have you got an issue with that head and not all the other heads because they're just kind of yeah evil beasties isn't it yeah because the Doppler right. is actually like a person that's just a bloke yeah. he's, a, he's like a, a little kind of creepy <laughs> bloke don't but... you kill loads of blokes in not through choice it's kind of the ludonarrative dissonance kind of thing that he's like oh i don't want to kill people but then he just does yeah yeah just no, so the, the the doppler is just like you meet him in the story and it's, it's this is the doppler that you can decide to kill isn't it yeah he's just a, a guy sort of cutting about trying to sort of make his way make his way just live a, a simple life in the world yeah and yeah. if you if you don't like the cut of his jib head you off can, on yeah. the horse you can you can uh, d- decide to uh, kill him and and uh, and his head becomes a trophy and it's which is quite horrible. But uh, I've never done that in my game because I'm a nice person. Yeah, no, it doesn't it doesn't really fit. But to kind of round off the thought, the the I think the the Witcher three has kind of the most in depth and actual mechanically interesting horse armor just of everything because you think of you think of the original Oblivion horse armor that was just like a kind of quirk of the, the, the time that it was that, yeah. uh, when was Oblivion 2007? 2006, I think. 2006. And Bethesda just, they, they kind of spun it that they literally didn't know how much to charge for this thing. That DLC was kind of new and they were just like 13 pound 50. <laughs> I don't know, which as we all know, what the boy that be now, like 40 quid. So, it was it was it was like two dollars fifty. To be fair, it wasn't. No, it like, wasn't. It was thought it was thirteen fifty, thirteen quid. No, no, it was it was like I think it was like two hundred Microsoft points or something, which was like about two two dollars fifty. That has really changed my perception of it. I thought <laughs> yeah. the whole point of it was that it was like more than more than most games. No, 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 no. It was it was it was a cheap bit of, bit of DLC. Like, but but yeah, it's just brand new, right? Yeah, no yeah. one knew about paying for stuff back yeah. then. You have to cast your mind back to a time when like the the prospect of something that you might have to pay for was like unheard of um but it was the idea as well that like it was a very new concept it was like okay so we've we paid for the game but now you're but there's this sort of extra charge to unlock sort of really incidental content that people felt should have just been in the game and then you get into the the gray area of like yeah but you know but what about expansion packs and uh, you know DLC wasn't the first instance of expansion packs for games and blah 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 and there was a whole debate about it but because Oblivion's horse armor was kind of the first like high profile thing to do it that's why it became such a controversy and now and, people are literally paying a tanner for horse armor in Diablo 4 so and so yeah another reason why Oblivion is the greatest game of all time it shows you <laughs> what you should be paying for Shivering Isles perfect 10 out of 10 Horse yeah, Armor yeah. Zero. Shivering Isles is probably the greatest DLC of all time, right? Oh, it's great. Yeah. You got the Wabajack turning people into skivers. What are the Saints and Sinners called? I can't remember the the golden thingy with jigs and the and the other ones. The Dark Seducers and the something. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, greatest DLC of all time. Second greatest, Hearts of Stone, and yeah. that's why The Witch Three rules. I'd agree with that. Unfortunately, unfortunately for everyone else, I would agree with that. So, um, all right, need to pick something now. So we're going to play that jingle that Tom hates. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. 
We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Right. right Jim, before you make the <laughs> choice, right, just want to ask a question. Who has experience with real horses? Anyone? Does anyone here have experience with real horses? I'm going to tell you in a minute. I'm going to tell you in a minute about my experience with real horses. Right. Why I should have an advantage because I my experience with horses. Right. So is it no, Kelsey? No. Uh, Uh, James, you don't uh, have a stable somewhere. uh, I once was walking my horse uh, next to a busy road, and. No, I was going to try no, and spin the spinny like dog story. Yeah, I was going to try and spin your dog working. story, but it was so unrememberable that I couldn't even remember what happened. <laughs> Everyone remembered at the time. It was quite <laughs> a heartbreaking one that mm. didn't have a heartbreak, if you remember rightly. But yeah, so I've stood up on a horse, right? Right. Literally. No one, who else has done that, really? Not many people. Was it? On did a, it have armour on? had, like, uh, like a, a, a saddle. Which I guess you could say is armor. It's not armor, but though, literally. Is it? Ho- imagine standing on a horse, Jim. Mm-hmm. Why would you even do that? It's ridiculous. Because you're in a circus. Yes. So yeah. I stood on a horse. I didn't let the horse move because I'm not like right. an idiot. My mum used to do like like literally the horse would run around and she'd be stood up on it doing tricks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like spinning around, jumping from horse to horse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it doesn't change the material fact, Tom, that football manager doesn't been, have horse armour in I've it. I've been in a circus ring with horses running around me. Yeah. yeah? That's dangerous. Horses <laughs> are very big. Yeah. Was your mum a circus performer? Yeah. That's what I call. My, yeah. dad, my dad used as a lion tamer, but I won't get into it. But, <laughs> oh, this isn't true, is it? <laughs> no, no, it's absolutely James. Tom will say something that sounds really like great yeah. and believable, and then he just says one thing, and I'm like, I can't believe any of it anymore. This this is 100% true. There was an article yeah. in Eurogame with photos. Yeah. No, not in Eurogame, it was on Video Gamer, but because of various <laughs> things that have happened, right. yeah, it yeah. no longer exists. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the point being that and I wrote an article for Eurogamer about the circus that has some insight into it as well. My family's Chipperfields, so they have circus, right? Chipperfield Circus. They got a bit disgraced because of animal abuse. Let's <laughs> gloss over that part. Shouldn't have laughed at that. Sorry. Sorry. It's not Can't. funny, Jim. It's, yeah. Um, but yeah, but essentially, horses, I'm feeling with horses. I've stood on a horse. Not many people have. So I have yeah. more insight into what is good horse armor. Yeah. And the other two choices are just rubbish. You have a good insight <laughs> into armor, horse drama. Horse armor. Ben, um, ben Amor. <laughs> yeah, it's one of these things. Like Tom is sort of like a, a bit like Bob Mortimer in that way, where he just tells you stuff about his life, and it sounds completely made up, but it is turns out to be verifiably true later on. The circus performing aspect of his family history is, is entirely true. I've seen I've seen the photos. I remember that article he was talking about. I've hugged a bear. <laughs> right. That is just so wild. Yeah, I mean, it shouldn't have. They should not have bears. Yeah, but I mean, as yeah. a child, I didn't know. Any it, it was it was it was the 60s, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> all right, okay. Was it a nice bear? Was it soft? Just a I want to know more about this. It was a oh, little was bear. It a cub. 
baby bear. That doesn't count. Still could have ripped your face off. I mean, <laughs> you've seen them. That's Was true. this on top of a horse or on the ground? No, <laughs> they didn't mix them. Didn't mix the horse and the yeah, bear. You can't, you can't mix, mix circus animals, James. Don't be absurd. That, that, that would be the one part of that story that doesn't add up. <laughs> right. Okay, all right, let's put everyone out of their misery. Um, so, Football Manager doesn't have horse armor in it. Um, it it kind of does. Cave of Verona does have horse armor. It has a depiction of horse armor in it, as James pointed out, but that's not the argument that Tom made. So, no, effectively, that, is, that was not as emotive, was it, as the story of Ben Armour and his parents' <laughs> love of Big Ben, the show is jumping it true? horse. Is it actually true? There's no documented evidence, but <laughs> the community talk about it quite often. What could, the football manager community? The show jumping community. <laughs> Are you involved in the show jumping community? My aunt was big into horse training. I can imagine that this is adjacent to the circus animal it is. community. It so, is, yeah. All right, okay. You know, well, I, I, I'll give that to you as well. Um, but a football manager is not going to win because that would be absolutely absurd. Um, I like uh, Return to Monkey Island, uh, but. The problem with the Return to Monkey Island joke is that it's 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 basically an offshoot of the Oblivion horse armor, isn't it? That's the point. <laughs> That's the whole point, Jim. So it's um it's uh it's it's almost like it's almost like doing the Oblivion horse armor in a, in a sort of cheating sort of way. Um, and what I like about the Obliv- what I like about the the Witcher horse armor, uh, is the fact that it's not DLC, is it? There is no horse armor DLC for a Witcher. It's just in it. It's just in the game. It's and it's useful. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things with the Witcher that they just have they, that it just does so many things like really well with a like a, a real yeah. attention to detail that where other games do just kind of be a smooth skin that's kind of textured onto the side of stuff it feels like a really organic and like yeah like i said interesting part of that world unfortunately um we started off really boring and we're going to end really boring by picking the witcher 3 the the most boringly good game ever conceived is in fact like it's fucking tedious now when people talk about how good the witcher 3 is um, it would be far more interesting if we did a podcast about how shit the witcher 3 is unfortunately uh, for everyone, um, James has won again. So um, and, now I've been uh, declared victor. I can say that I tried to play The Witcher the other day, and yeah. uh, you know when you do a save, you know when you try and play, replay the DLC, yeah, and you can just kind of jump in with like a pre-made thing, yeah. The the combat's really bad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, he just kind of yeah. goes. Just sort and of then roll around the big man, yeah. Yeah, The Witcher Three is crap. All right. On that note, thanks very much for listening and watching, everyone. Please do leave us a five star review on the uh, podcast reviews of your choice. Um, uh, I'm really hoping that we don't have to record one of these next week for reasons. Um, <laughs> but if 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 we don't record one of these next week for reasons, um, the next week's episodes next week's episode will feature Bertie Purchase from Eurogamer. Uh, talking about Alpha Protocol and uh, and trains, if I remember rightly. That's spoilers. So, yeah. yeah. So that's um, if you're not around, though, Jim. Well, I'll not choose what goes up. I've numbered them, Tom. Have you? Yeah. Right. I didn't know you'd been that like professional about it. I, I figured out an order for them because there's a continuity. Because otherwise, you're going to have people referencing stuff in in the third one that hasn't happened mm. until 
that one goes out and I've lost track of where we are there's so many floating around what I, I just find want, I just want to know before we go yeah. James does that fridge does it dispense water or ice I, I literally never use it let's have a look should, should, we, should we check live on the podcast where are you this is, this is a it, it, judging by it saying water dispenser on it oh, I think it's probably it's water. water I think what, we have, have the got same fridge shall I do surely you've got to fill it up with water so if it's going to dispense let's, water let, let's find out you can see I've got this thing let's do it live on the podcast you don't get this content anywhere else we should lock this behind a paywall I'm going to switch it from lock to unlock that's the first time that's been done in literally years it's not going to work is it it's not uh, water in it Where's is that, that coming from? Is that what's inside in? the fridge? So that's just water that's like clinging to the walls of the fridge that's dripped down or something. Over a period of literally years. <laughs> there you go. Don't drink it. Yeah, uh, don't drink it. it. So I've I've get one of them dispensers. I've had the fridge for two years and that bit is horrible yeah. now. Do you we think that people it. give us five stars if I drink the water that's been in no. it for years? <laughs> <laughs> drink the, the manky fridge water, don't it? it? Please, please don't do it. I, I, I think anyone who gets one of those water dispensing fridges, the one that, the kind that we're talking about, where you just like fill a little thing in the in the tray, I'm pretty sure people use that for like the first week. Yeah. And then they stop yeah. using it, and then it's just too manky to use. Yeah. And it's, well, that's 100% what happened when we moved in. I was like, wow, this is fancy. This is great. Yeah. Forgot to use it, and now I cannot be bothered to clean it. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like the... and it's, it's such a difficult thing to clean. You have to get pipe cleaners and. Yeah. Like, Make sure you click the affiliate link in the description to buy the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast is sponsored by Beko. All right. Uh, It's not, by the way, just to be clear. Uh, I wish it was sponsored by anyone. If anyone does want to sponsor the podcast, by the way, fridge companies, fridge magnet companies. We can do this better at the end of every episode if it helps. Circuses. Shall I be in front of a different appliance every time? Mm. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. I can do it good. sat on the floor in front of an oven next time. Um, <laughs> I'm running out of appliances already. I've got a coffee maker. I'm just yeah. looking. At, I'm just. I'm just maker. looking around the kitchen now. TL. All right. Okay. Uh, right. Okay. Let's leave it there. Thanks very much, everyone. Uh, bye. Please bye. leave reviews, etc. 